Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. You join us from the belly of the windproof beast in the Fallout Mountain just outside Zaragoza as once again we spin the decks and chew the fat regarding very important things in life. Um, as ever, he says for the third episode, I am joined by my lovely assistants, Ben. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and happy weekend. That's pretty comprehensive. Thank you very much, Ben. And Claire. I'm just going to say hello, everybody. That's short and sweet. Nice. It works. It works. Um, today's podcast, or this month's podcast, shall we say, is based on the theme of motivation in the... Who wrote this? Motivation in the workplace. Really? I ben, can't, really? I can't, I can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just really. Do we have? Do we have to do this? Well, considering considering many of our listeners are actually school children, I'm not quite sure how this will work. But yeah, we'll, we'll find out. We'll see how this goes. Motivation in the workplace. The re- well, Ben, would you like to explain to uh, the world out there why we are uh, discussing this issue? What has inspired this conversation? Well, this week um, I read a very interesting article about. A civil servant, a Spanish civil servant, um, called. Uh, now I'm definitely, definitely going to get his name wrong because I can't, I can't say this name. Is it Jacques Jacquin or Joaquin? Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah, Joaquin. How would, uh, lots of Joaquin. people say it differently. What about the bloke, the actor Phoenix? Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, it sounds that... like you're hitting something. Joaquin Phoenix. Anyway, Joaquin Phoenix. A Spanish civil servant uh, who works for the water board. Uh, he doesn't waterboard no, people Spanish, for information. Nobody expects the Spanish water board. There's definitely, yeah, <laughs> they should reprise the Monty Python sketch, modernise it, or modernise it. If <laughs> um, uh, anyway, this, this character, I, he, I say character, he's a real human being, uh, Joaquin Garcia. Um, from the south, I think he was from Andalusia. Um, he worked for the water board, and, and there's not uh, a lot of water in the south, is there? That's probably an excuse. Um, Joaquin Joaquin Garcia, a Spanish <laughs> civil servant from Andalusia. It rhymes, you know it rhymes. Um, he had a very long lunch break that lasted roughly, uh, it says six months here, it's but six it's six years. years. It? Well, it's six this years is what I found quite interesting work. because the story the story that I read said uh, man, believe, uh, man didn't attend work for four years, possibly eight. Was it, it, it had a possibly eight. The numbers vary depending what, on what paper you're reading. This, this, this astounds me. This astounds me. How can you possibly have a situation where... You're not sure if someone has come into work for four to eight years. Well, I think the case was that um, he he worked for the water board, and well, the the water board thought that he worked Notice for the, the council. Dropped tea, ladies and gentlemen. The water board, yeah, I'm Scottish. The water board worked for the thought he worked for the council, 
and the council thought he was under the jurisdiction of the water board. I saw this, I saw this, And yes. no one really bothered to check where he was. This is what we yeah. call passing the buck. Well, I, I, th- I would... No, passing the buck is, is a good expression, but I would more say between the cracks or between two stools. Um, I think that's what you have to pay for, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, it, yeah, it, it seems to be... He, he I think this man realised that he didn't actually have a direct superior and so thought, um, sod it, I'd have to go to work. This guy, Joaquin Garcia, was skiving for... Did we, did we decide it was six years in the end? Yeah, six years. So what on earth was he actually doing? Just the, the, the He was reading philosophy, philosophy apparently. For yeah. six years. What, what makes me laugh, he was only... This thing was only discovered when his retirement party came up. This is how he it was, was a service it was, award. It was, wor- yeah. award. It was worse was than it. that. He actually got an award for, for uh, twenty years, fifteen years service, something yes. like that. He because he'd been working so hard. I think it was one of those like yeah. you automatically get one when you've been and, working. And, and for so the 20 letter years arrives. Or... It's line of oh, two line manager desks. One the water board. One the local council. And they go, who the hell is he? It Pretty does much. sound like something out of Brazil, the film, not the place. Thank you very much for that clarification. That's what interests me more is uh, not so much the fact that he wasn't his absence wasn't noticed, it's that um, he had all this free time suddenly, and he realised that he was a free person. He didn't have to get up and go to work. Uh, he was still getting paid, and he stayed at home and he learned he learned about philosophy. He, so, wait, wait. what would you do if you were on the payroll and you were skiving? And um, well, I I try and, to go to work. Well, first of all, I I try and complete some of my New Year's resolutions. <laughs> How's that going, by the way? Oh, well, well, personally, New Year's resolution update. Uh, very quickly, I haven't written anything, but um, I have been running. Finished. There we go. Did, Done. Did you Moving on. Podcast? Uh, I, <laughs> I I have been running. Um, the running was interrupted by being really very ill. But uh, the was running that because is going... of the running, or no? It was a because, symptom of the running because of some. I mean, Ben, we've talked about this. I mean, I think, I think, I mean, I, I had a conversation with some of my adult students this week, and I said, um, either I've got, you know, I'm being consumed by the consumption, you know, in the Victorian kind of way, or I'm in tragically, I'm one of the first wave of the zombie apocalypse. And I and they it's looked probably at, the latter. Well, they looked yeah. at me very disappointed, like and confused. And I said, "Look, to be honest, look, if you're going to be in a zombie apocalypse, you got you got three options: you got survivor, zombie, or meat. Okay, no one really wants to be meat, so you got to choose the other two. For my understanding of the zombie apocalypse situation, being a survivor is, is a bit hardcore. I think they were just trying to say that you look like a zombie. And you're looking into it way too deeply. You've got all the characteristics of a zombie. Pallid c- complexion, um, the weird fluids coming out of your arms. That, that sound that Basically you make. what you're saying is you're patient zero. What, this is, what I was saying to him is I don't I would never want to be first wave zombie because first wave zombies don't get a chance to really explore being a zombie do they they sort of go at someone and someone goes get off me and, explore and, and being them. a zombie is not a holiday <laughs> not, not like a, a, a spiritual retreat let's all explore being a zombie 
Everybody so, give me an ooh. So, so, yeah, I haven't done a lot of writing. <laughs> but the update is... So what would I do? <laughs> what would I do with, with free time? Uh, uh, drink wine and make a podcast, possibly. What would you do with your free time if you didn't have to do the, the wage slave work but were receiving the job wage? Well, um, drawing from recent, recent experience, um, I had a very long Christmas holiday. I had two weeks... And I sat at home and I chain watched box sets of TV series. There's a couple of bits of vocabulary you're really going to have to explain. Yeah. I, it, every, all of the vocabulary is available in the attached documents. Um, I chain watched. Um, Look in the <laughs> comments section. TV box sets. And I chain ate chocolate. And I just generally. What did you of, watch, by the way? Anything worthwhile? In in uh, no, I can't remember. <laughs> I, I was so I, was, I basically switched off. I turned my brain off for two weeks, and I was I, I loved it, but at the same time, I kind of hated myself a little bit for sitting around the, my my apartment like some vast slug. Uh, that's a bottom quote, by the way. Um, yeah, disappointing use of the word apartment as opposed to flat. Flat. Yeah, Claire, what did you? It's not a flat. What, what would you do? I would love to say that I would do so, all sorts of interesting things, but the truth is, like Ben, when I've got a lot of free time, I don't do anything. I tend to sit and sit on the couch or on the sofa and watch TV programs. But you need this that is, time. This right? is certainly something that we can explore in a future part. I'm disappointed, to be honest, ladies and gentlemen, I'm disappointed that we're discussing uh, motivation in the workplace and life and learning this evening when we clearly should be discussing the benefits and and positive effects of being lazy before we discuss it. Oh, right, so you're just going to flip it on its head like that. Well, tell me exactly right now, what is the benefit of being lazy? I found that I came out the other end of my uh, holiday cocoon. More motivated. Uh, no, wearing an actual physical cocoon. I got fatter, <laughs> way fatter. <laughs> And my muscles didn't work. I couldn't even pick. I couldn't pick things up. I couldn't open a jam jar when a, a, a maiden gave it to me. Is that what you're saying? A you're maiden, a, a maiden, a struggling, you a struggling maiden with a jam jar. Damsel in distress. Open this for me, and I couldn't because I was all weak from watching television for so long. And um, <laughs> on top of that, uh, I I had this massive list of things that I was going to do: get a six pack. Um, beer. Read, read War and Peace, um, learn Japanese, and all of this stuff. There weren't ticks next to any of them. All I did was watch television, and the you whole... can't even remember what you watched either. You can't exactly. even remember. What Switch you my brain off. But I guess, I guess, I came out of that 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 period of time, that cocoon, feeling slightly refreshed, if not slightly disgusted with myself but definitely refreshed at the same time I'm disappointed time. with you Ben I thought you were going to like use a bad the word smoothie. I thought you were going to use Broccoli the smoothie. word use the word enriched which I could have made some sort of playful jest about the expansion of your girth there was but, some <laughs> nutritional value <laughs> nutritional the, value the, the, which brings us back to zombies so um, meanwhile we're talking about uh, uh, stress and strain of the daily grind. We're talking about how we would all aspire to not have to go and pick up a wage doing something mundane 
and frustrating to earn money for someone else. It is quite understandable that uh, many people, as the Americans put it, go postal. Go postal. Ah, yes, which reminds me of my favourite film, uh, Falling Down, starring the uh, 172-year-old Michael Douglas. Um, Certainly his best film. He wasn't Spartacus. Uh, they recorded it just before they put him into his sarcophagus, uh, where he was kept for the next fifty years, and he was in brought, order to mate with Catherine Zeta Jones. He was brought out yeah. to mate with her, um, which well, there's a video on YouTube about how that happened. Uh, you you can look it up. He does he does look a little bit. It's his imagery in the film is quite interesting because he has like a a military buzz cut. He's he's doing a mundane job. Like all of us out there, ladies and gentlemen, apart from the, uh, the the kids at school who are yet to realise what mundane really means. Yeah, good old run of the mill. Run day to of the, day the mill, job. day to day, exactly. I got my okay, right. We've started up a, a, a new uh, dig- digressive conversation. Um, I had my first job when I was fourteen. I didn't worry about what you were going to say there. Um, <laughs> and I worked. Uh, <laughs> on the weekends, at a um, at a tool shop, I didn't want this job. I came home Friday, and uh, we, we, what was that face for? The what? A tool shop? A tool shop. A shop for tools. <laughs> Do you need a tool? Go to the Sorry, tool shop. Is it just me and Claire who've lived in Glasgow and know what the word tool means? Yeah. It's uh, Glasgow yeah, well, you're, you're a tool. You're a tool. <laughs> You're the you're the bluntest tool. tool bluntest tool in the yeah. box. Yeah, tool. Anyway, I worked in a tool shop. <laughs> that was said with fond reminiscence. I like that. Please, you can please. reminisce on your own time. This is my time now. You get me. Um, anyway, carry worked, on, Ben. I worked in a tool shop. I didn't want to. I came home on a Friday night. Um, uh, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go have some beers under the slide in the park with my mate. Because uh, I was 14. That's what you do. And um, you might have to You're 40? You're 40. I'll not, be, I'll not be 40 again for at least 10 years. Um, was, was Samantha Janus with you? Anyway, um, my mum said, make sure you go to bed early tonight. And I was like, shut up, mum, because I was 14. And she was and, like, you got, and, you'll start work from tomorrow. Grantham. Yeah, from Grantham. That's where I lived. And um, yeah, she explained that she'd got me a job. Her own emission. Got got me a job at a tool shop and I started in the morning. Saturday morning. Was it run by your uncle? Was it run by your uncle? You know, your actual blood uncle or a friend of the family who insisted on being called uncle? No, it's just a man. He could have have done things to me. You know, I was a very handsome teenager. But uh, she gave me away to this man every Saturday for three hours. And at the end, he gave me some money. Now, what's wrong about that? I tell you what, lots of things, lots of things. The lack Number of one, detail is probably what's <laughs> wrong to yeah. begin with. Well, I had to buy to polish his tools. So <laughs> I did every Saturday morning for too long, and they were dirty as well. I tell you, I tell you oh, that much. Oh dear lord, dear lord, how much were you paid? Eight million and six. I think it, I think it was ten or fifteen euros. Before the creation of the character, yeah, yeah, you were robbed. It was, um, <laughs> it was a bit of a trailblazer. Yeah, very, mod- very modern. <laughs> now it was ten or fifteen pounds, 
which at the time wasn't well, well it isn't a lot of money but it was enough for me to go and buy a you got paid 10 to 15 pounds every for three day. hours work d- d- seriously that's yes. all right at that that's, time that's right, for a 14 year old right. I remember, yeah. Saturday I remember, morning mate mate as a teenager I should have been in bed I re- well yeah I remember when, it was wrong look, it was abuse look, Look, my my teenage job uh, was working in a fish and chip shop. Um, I obviously I wasn't I wasn't cut out to be a paper boy. You do look like you work in a fish and chip. I mean, even now. That's the bedraggled hair. It's just it's fine. It's the beard. Um, oh, you know, a beard would have been a bit very problematic in a fish and chip shop for health and safety reasons. Nothing worse than a battered beard. Well. No, it's it's more about you know the food storage that we keep just underneath the uh, the lip. If it falls into the uh, the batter mix, it, it causes terrible problems. Um, and the benefits of uh, my job involved, uh, I think it was four pound fifty an hour. Uh, that was before tax, by the way. And uh, fifteen pound for three hours. That's the same as I was on. And I was cashing in though. Cash and earn, eh? I was on P A Y E. Four pound, four pound fifty an hour. I remember ecstatically when it got increased to five, and then five fifteen. I was, oh, I thought I was, cock the lad, you know. Um, but um, working in a chip shop has its disadvantages. You know, you obviously you get a lot of grease spilled up. You get, you get. There's a very distinctive smell. Yeah, very I'm sure you took home with you. Yeah, I took home with me. But to make up for it's the issue, it's not gone away. Like, you, <laughs> to make you up still for the issue, kind of must. <laughs> to make up for the issue of the poor pay and the slave labour and all that, um, I would be able to take food home at the end of the shift. I was paid part of my pay was Fistful in of fish. food, which do you know what? What caused some of the biggest arguments when I was a teenager with my, my brothers and sisters and my parents was that. I smelt bad because I came back smelling of a chip shop. So they'd make me eat my dinner in the garden. <laughs> what? Is this and some kind then, of Victorian I mean, punishment. And then <laughs> they'd all come out like a big, uh, like a big uh, conveyor belt of people and just to watch pro- you pro- steal your no, chips. Progressively, n- not just the chips. I mean, chips. Chips are easy prey. You know, I had saveloys, yeah, pies, fish. And I ate all of this because I was a growing lad. Uh, but my, my brothers and sisters and my parents would come out progressively and just nick stuff. And I used to get quite cross. I've worked for this. But I remember very distinctly, Ben, calling us back to the uh, the topic. I remember very distinctly one summer day I woke up. I think I might have had a sneaky bit of a hangover. And I said to my dad... I really don't want to go to work today to work in the chip shop. I don't want to do it. Why? What what um what paused your motivation? What paused my motivation? Uh the futility of what I was doing. The futility of what I was doing. And I said to my dad, I said, uh, I don't want to go. I I, I this is ter- I hate my job. This is horrible. And my dad gave me that comforting warm look put his hand on my shoulder and said I know son none of us do 
Ah, and interesting. I said, and I said, please, Dad, can you phone up and say I'm sick? And he said, no. You go to work. I said, why would you make me do that? He said, remember. Remember how you feel now and how rubbish this job is. Because if you work hard at school and then work hard at a good university and then work hard through some meaningless task in your life, you'll get a good job and a good pension. What I'd like to say to you now, Dad, is that world is gone. <laughs> wow, I thought, you, I thought you were moving towards like a really positive, motivational kind of sign-off. But we'll, we'll move on to, to Claire. Well, well, who, on, two, you, sec you, two, you, two seconds, two seconds, two seconds. On the script here, you've written, you've written for discussion, reasons for not wanting to go to work. So, Claire. Yes. Tell us. What reasons do you possibly have that would uninspire you to get out of bed in the morning? What, to go to work, you mean? Because if I'm yeah. not going to work, then I don't have a problem going. Um, well, I suppose... Thank you, that's all we've got time for. Wanting to go to work. Go <laughs> A job that just doesn't inspire you to do anything. A job you don't like. A job you hate. Have you had any of those jobs? I had lots of weird little part-time jobs when I was at uni or at school, which weren't particularly... They weren't a job for a life. It was just a passing what job. What did you do? Because, like, now, obviously, you're an um, aerial acrobat. Stroke, <laughs> clown. Um, clown, stroke. Well, it's just those two things. So Motivational speaker. I I I know oh, yeah. I know you as you are now. It's, it's difficult to 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 shape you as a human being looking through the past that I don't know anything about. What what did you do? What brought you here today? Tell us the about tram. the tram. The tram and then my the tram and then the tram. I pushed her in the tram. It's the thing I, we do. I stole Merrick's daughter's tram. Um, it is available for sale if you like. The pram has reached the end of its usefulness. Yeah. We're on to the pushchair now. If you want a pram, a really nice old school pram, call me. Don't Coming use back the podcast to... <laughs> to sell things that you don't need. What? I've been selling your wares for months. Who's <laughs> mm. suggesting you're my pimp? So, um, speaking, go, go of, on, Claire, go speaking on. of terrible jobs, no, in, I was kind of lucky. I worked for a concession. Um, of a women's wear um, company. Lingaria! <laughs> within oh um, Fraser's, House of Fraser. Ooh, House of Fraser. The and then I worked. I've heard today. And then I worked for <laughs> Coast. What, Coast? The, uh, uh, the occasion where wedding. the weather, the ocean meets the land. <laughs> <laughs> it was a company that made them um, fancy dresses that people would wear. Party dresses. To party dresses. To, yeah, to evening, weddings and cocktail evening dresses. Wear. Yeah, yeah, evening wear. Evening so wear. I worked in retail for about four years. Did you work on commission? Um, no, actually, I didn't do commission, which was Did good. you ever wake up in the morning and think, I hate <laughs> everything about well, this job? I didn't mind the selling the clothes part because they kind of sell themselves. It's not. Well, then but you we didn't go in. Well, but, they don't even need you. Exactly. No, we had do to it from sell, home um, by Skype. We had to sell a, a company um, store credit card. And that's the part that um, made me not want to go to work. Well, you, uh, I'm 
I, I feel like I may be speaking on behalf of all of us, but do interject if you, you believe otherwise. But I feel that one of the most depressing things about uh, work and the work environment is any job that involves sales. Retail is different. I mean sales. That's why the, the store car part was yeah. the part yeah. that I didn't enjoy, because you and, had to sell it. And to double check, um, I, I'm fairly sure that, Ben, you have experience working in a call centre. I've sold everything. I've sold myself. I've sold other people. I've sold... Uh, <laughs> rubber bands to postman. Bands. He sold, sold snow to the Eskimos. I sold fudge and made it home. Didn't have any of the ingredients. Sold it anyway. Um, I very nearly once in my mid twenties uh, took a job as a door-to-door salesman for some dodgy kind of insurance doors. thing. Uh, they didn't need them. Yeah, <laughs> they, already, they already had them. Oh, you would call. I, I literally. I mean, I mean, I've worked. I've worked in politics. I've written speeches for politicians, and I found the act of putting my foot over someone's doorway to stop them from closing the door to close a deal just brutal I couldn't do it I couldn't do it I, I, w- I went on shadowing a guy and I think we, we knocked on 40 doors and almost every single time I started walking away before he did it was like they would say no I'm not interested and I go oh thank you very much and I'd step away and he'd go but no and stick his foot <laughs> in the door he was he was the man it was dangerous selling dude well, you have to Niger- have a really he was a Nigerian prince and email. It was it was weird. I, I did exactly the same thing, and I did it in Leeds. And we went we went into like just like the, the heart of the ghetto to sell people stuff that they couldn't afford and didn't need. And like these kids, like gr- groups of kids, would just follow us down because we were dressed in suits. They were just like <laughs> following us down the street, like we are gonna kill you. And we're gonna take your clothes. What and protection we're, money? We're gonna put them on a scarecrow. No one's ever gonna find your body. Like that's the kind of environment we're in. So to conclude, uh, before Claire does her little peroration because she's itching, she's chomping at the bit, we have to announce this month's competition winner. Was there a competition? Uh, what? Yes, yes, Ben, there was. Yeah, yes, they had to yes. write. Um... They had to write um, some uh, stuff. Um, was I in the last podcast? I don't remember it. It was you or someone who sounds really like you. Um, it is with a, a great surprise and and a wonder for me that uh, I can officially announce that uh, this month's podcast competition winner is one of my delightful teenage students, Carlos. I want to say Ainsa. I think it's Ansa. You'll probably tell me how to pronounce your name. Carlos, you have won a Courting Glaze voucher. Uh, congratulations, Carlos. Hey. You uh, you gave us a very entertaining, if not rudimentary, uh, entry. You gave us hope. hope yes, in the hope, youth, hope. The youth of today. I hope that maybe one day you won't be the youth of today. Uh, Claire, take us out. Well, that's all from us for today. But just before we go, I'd like to mention or tell you all to check out our new language bites. 
which will be little explanations of common expressions to help you improve your natural English. Okay? So check that out. They will be on the website um, soon. They'll be on If the not web. now. The website at the same time as the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, right. you can't see the look on her face, but I hope you picked it up from the tone of voice. She's not quite sure. Uh, yes, She's it will excited. all be available on the website. It will all be available on the website. Soon. It's all, soon, soon. Soon. At a non-specified release date, uh, we will be doing some, uh, what we like to call pod bites. Pod bites. Some, some very short explanations of some uh, some grammar and some language terms um, we hope that you've enjoyed this slightly different approach we decided to abandon calendar related nonsense and just witter about something that we saw in the news uh, we will obviously do something different next next month just to keep you on your toes uh, just to close I'd like to say that uh, uh, whack it in Phoenix <laughs> Um, update, update, update. Yeah. Received, <coughs> received uh, all of his pay for the uh, six years that he was absent. And um, in court recently, he was charged the sum of one year's worth of wage. One uh, year's worth of wage? Are you yeah. just reading that directly from a translation site? He was, <laughs> he was, he was. One year's worth of wages. He was castigated one year's worth of wage. One wage is worth a year. Um, <laughs> listeners pay no attention to the English that they're speaking at the moment because it's um, more like Spanglish. One year wage. <laughs> one year yet. One year wage worth of castigation was he. Thank uh, you. Uh, nice one, Yoda. <laughs> but tragically, tragically, he managed to avoid work for four to eight years. So, yeah. I mean, who's the winner? Four to eight or four to eight? Four to eight. Anyway, that's that's all from us at Bulldog Studios for this month way to cut us down <laughs> yes next next month we'll be talking about uh, almost taxidermy oh taxidermy almost certainly we'll be talking about Easter we, we've uh, avoided uh, a couple of things this, this month that we could we didn't talk about Valentine's Day we didn't talk about pancakes uh, next month we'll talk about um, yep. a man being being nailed onto a cross heard him, heard him practicing the drums on the way in so it's yeah. definitely going to be a topic and we'll definitely talk about that uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for listening, and until next month.